0: Welcome to Spouse Tales Podcast. You really can't make this stuff up, bringing you truth, solutions, and innovative ideas to some of the most controversial and overlooked questions inside the practice and out. Hello to our creator and co host, Joanne Majors, CSP, published author, certified speaking professional, joined by her co host, Kathy Signo.
1: Well, hello, I'm Joanne Majors. And I'm Kathy Signo. And welcome to another episode of Spouse Tales. Because you can't make this stuff up. No way, can't make this up. And today we are excited to have um, my friend, my colleague, my mentee, and one of my favorite people um, from the, who hails from the West Coast now, who was in our practice for a number of years, if you've been um, to our online learning You've seen Ashley in the videos, and I can assure you that shy, timid, sweet young lady that's in that videos is not the one now that manages her own uh, business, being an account representative for multiple practices and has kind of done her own thing. But we um, always love having her here because she is an expert at all things communication. Ashley Cisneros, welcome to the show. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Uh, We're so glad you're here. So uh, you guys doing okay with the fires and everything?
2: We are. Everything's finally calmed down, so it's been a good, calm few days.
1: Good. Are they still wearing masks around?
2: Uh, no, no. Good.
1: Good. I know we've all um, been praying and hoping that, you know, it just continues to slow down because it seems like it's like a mad rush through there. It's crazy. Well, today, as you know, um, Ashley, we want to talk about team meetings and the importance of documentation for team meetings. And I'm going to start by um, when when Kathy was in town, one of the times she's been in town over the last several uh, months, we were having to do um, a corrective action form or write up on someone. And um, I had... I had somebody go get the meeting notebook, and um, she she said, "Wait, what are you doing?" And so, Kathy, I'm going to have you share that story, and then I'll tee Ashley up to talk about you know some of the things that we do. Okay,
3: why. so we have team meetings in our practice, but when I saw that book, I said, "Well, what is that?" And you said, "Well, <laughs> at a team meeting, we have everybody sign in that they're there, and then we have the notes from the meeting in here, so that in the future." whenever we have a discussion about something, it doesn't always have to be a bad thing. It could just be a question um, about what did we say about how we were going to answer the phones in this situation. Sure. We can pull that notebook out, we can say on this date at this time, here's who was here, and this is what the discussion was. Yeah. So it's good for information when you showed that to me, but also it was great to say when things weren't going the way we wanted them to, We could pull that book out and say, please help me understand how your action today is in line with what we agreed upon in the team
1: meeting. That's right. And I think that, um, Ashley, when you were actually in the practice, and and, and what I will say to our listeners is you work remotely still for our practice um, and, and several other practices. So I don't want them to think that you do not work with us. You do. You are what we consider part of our team. But it's a little different, right, than when you were here and you could actually sit, you know, knee to knee and elbow to elbow with somebody and say, because we talked about you this morning when we talked about interview do's and don'ts, we've taped another podcast and we were talking about that. I said, you know, I learn from people and I said, I remember when Ashley came to me and she said, you've got to put in the 90 day review that, um, you know, because it always said we're continued learners or lifelong learners. We like continuing education, but we have multiple coaches and counselors and that sort of thing. and, And you were the one, Ashley that said, we need to put your name in there, Joanne, because I don't want them to confuse you with somebody who who maybe hasn't earned their spot or something to that effect. And it made a difference right. for us, didn't it?
2: It did, big difference.
1: Well, and I think, so I think, you know, and we when we talk about these documentation of these team meetings, and we always have, we have a reach, ours are a little different. We rotate note takers and we rotate... We, I grew up in a a large uh, Mexican family, and we, my mother always said that you can't break bread together with your family on Sunday afternoon, if you're and and walk away from the meal still mad. So, you know, we decided when we built this fourth and final practice, we were going to do this team meeting every Wednesday, and we, before we have our meeting, we break bread together. That doesn't mean Chuck's got us pretty strong policy and I I don't pay people to eat I pay people to learn so everybody clocks out for that part of it but I feel like that they know that we're investing in them but Ashley the way that we document that and and the way the note taker works talk about uh, a couple of instances where it's really helped for us to be able to go back to the notes and see who was in the room
2: uh okay so for instance a few um, examples that I can think of right on top of my head I know one of them was um The way employees um, take off or the way you clock in and out, for instance, for the team meetings Mm -hmm. or if you're having dentistry done, um, if you're getting your teeth cleaned because a patient didn't come for whatever reason. And so, you know, for that instance, we talk about how you would clock out during that time because, you know, it's not fair for him to pay you to get your teeth clean. Yeah. And, um, you know, so sometimes people forget. And so we would reference back to that and say, well, do you remember that meeting that we had? You know, you did sign that you were there and you understood that that was the way, you know, it was done. Right. So, well, I like. And, I liked- and t- talk
1: about, like, let's talk about your personality style. When you first started with us, your personality style was would, would you say IS or SI? I would say S I. Yeah. So for those who don't understand the DIS profile system, that's steady or submissive, amiable. Um, we like things to be calm, and we like people to get along. And the I is the, um, uh, you know, in the extrovert, the person who likes to be the life of the party, that likes they're an influencer. They love uh, being liked. So your personality style was not that. Um, conducive to managing people or even leading them early on, right? Right, right. (laughs) So so that's why I think for me, I say all the time, you are a mini me. I mean, I was you in a dental practice, you know, a thousand years ago, um, before your time. No, I'm kidding. It was a long time ago. But I mean, I was you. In other words, you can't, you know, leaders are leaders, you know, people who you strive for excellence, so so you understand when we say in an interview, what do you want to be an expert at? You you finish the sentence quick. You know what you want to do, and you know that you know your kids are proud of you because of your career and that sort of thing. And and a lot of people don't. They come to punch a clock. That's what Kathy and I were talking about earlier. But I think that the way we set up the system on documenting the notes and having people sign in um, allowed you to be able to do one of those write ups and it not be a finger pointing like you're in trouble versus talking about the behavior.
2: Agreed. It made it a lot more easier because at first I was shy and timid and I didn't want confrontation. I had a, didn't have a voice, but it was easy to show someone what they signed off on and right. say, you know. <laughs>
1: Isn't that interesting, what they signed off on? Well,
2: and it's
3: important, yeah. <laughs> too, in circumstances like that, Ashley, because we do all want to be liked. I mean, we want people to like us. Sure. And in that circumstance, you can take the personality and the relationship out of it. And stick strictly to the situation or the facts at hand, which is so important.
1: Right. Right, right. Well, and I think we our practice is all about systems. You know, soft skills are systems. They're just as systematic as a doctor learning how to do a syrac crown, right? Yes. It's no different. Or a particular implant system or Invisalign, whatever it is, a system is... Um, You know, it's a process or it's something that you follow to have success at the end. So you take good people, we plug them into systems. So in our office, when we were introducing, let's say, Ashley, a new system, we we did it at, you know, a team meeting. And so the ones that were there would sign and document and that sort of thing. But the, the the neater thing is is we could have people who were new to our practice and it's part of like what we do in online on the online learning. You know, we have there's an on onboarding process for a team member, just like there's an onboarding process for us for our patients. Right. So right. I think that it's about having people understand your system. It's like I think about like we. If we don't like the way our patients are treating us, we've got to retrain our patients. It's like they're just doing what, what we've allowed them to do, right? Right. And I think that's that's like a, a, a really important part of it. And so when we introduced a new system, for instance, when we have a new associate and we want to teach everybody how to introduce the new associate, if we had somebody new come in, they could literally go reference those notes. I mean, we could look through the notes and have them reference the notes before – we had a lot of talk about it. In other words, we don't have to retrain if we know that we've covered that topic and we've documented it well. So I think, I think that's a, a big part of it. So um, let's talk about if someone is out. So if someone is out and um, we've documented the information, how Ashley would you have them uh, go back and review the notes if they had to be out on a day that there was a team meeting?
2: Uh, so I usually give them a copy and ask them to review it and then I'll follow up with them just to see if they had any questions, um, in regards to it or if they understood everything that was on there and if they agree that they understood, then I'll have them sign and date the date that they reviewed and the date they agree that they understood the whatever it was that we went over that particular day.
1: Right. I think, I I think that's a huge part of it. Well,
3: it really is because there are times when people are going to be out and now you take away the guesswork of someone's hearsay saying, well, this is what I got out of the meeting. Yeah.
1: She said, now we can't have our phones with us. They've got to be in our purse. That, yeah. That's it, right? <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like yep. something like that though, versus being able to look and see, well, what I read from the notes is, is we can have our phones. We just can't be on them or have them where they vibrate in our pocket or whatever it is, I
2: think. Mm-hmm. More than- right. And I like to use it too, because sometimes, you know, I, you know, you forget things or, You don't remember, you push it off. And so I would always say, what was that thing that we talked about? Oh, let me go check the binder. And then, you know, it's a good refresher for anyone. Instead of having to stop what you're doing, go find someone, ask them when the answer's already there.
1: Man, that, you just nailed it. While we're on that, why don't you talk a little bit about, um our policy on, you know, the, when we have in our, in the break room, you know, we have those three questions on the wall and and the first one when you walk in says, who's the best person to ask this question? Yes. Right. Talk a little bit about that because I heard you when you were here last kind of coaching one of the new ladies that was here because you said people kept going in and out of his office.
2: So, I mean, this is kind of an example. Right. So usually I would be the gatekeeper for the doctor because sometimes people just, talk just to talk so i'm you know stopping and i'm seeing him going down like is everything okay you know you know what's going on i just have to ask a question well tell me a little bit more about you know what's going on what kind of question do you have you know maybe i can help you maybe i know someone to help you and they're like well i just wanted to know uh what i do with this particular x-ray and this and that and i said well you know the, probably you should ask Nina. She's the hygienist. She's the you know kind of the lead in the back. I guarantee you that she knows that answer. And if she doesn't, then we can find the right person for that. So not necessarily to interrupt the doctor for something as simple as that. Which somebody somebody probably knows the answer, other than the doctor having to know everything. <laughs> well, that and and that's that's the whole that's the whole point. It's a process.
1: But when people have worked for people who allow themselves to not be doing what's the best and highest use of their time, then everybody kind of gets into that and it's like I I know that I'm I'm super guilty of it and I try to back out of it and and I'm learning and you know you've you've coached me and helped me grow into understanding that I don't have to know everything and I don't need to be in the middle of everything and when I'm going to take it personal, I mean I've I've literally been in team meetings and and I know that that's your leg that's kicking mine. <laughs> 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 it's hard to reach me from California isn't it? (laughs)
3: well you know in in our office Kelly always says stop and think I think they get on autopilot and they don't even they don't even use their brain they just think I'm going to ask somebody else so just stop for a moment and think ask that question who might have the answer and it might be you
2: Right, right. Agreed. <laughs> Surprise.
1: Yeah. Oh, but then I would have to bring my brain to work. No, I, and, and it's not, we, we joke about this, but we, we take, and we always say we take ourselves, we don't take ourselves seriously, but we take what we do very, very seriously. seriously. Yeah. So I think, I mean, I think I think you have to, but I think that, if, if somebody is in a practice and they're listening to this and it's a spouse or a doctor or a manager who doesn't understand the value of having those meetings because and you know what we hear right we hear it turns into a bitch session, bitch session. yeah I mean we hear it all the yeah. time and doctors don't want to pay for a bitch session and I think we we had some pretty strong policies even though Uh, Paul the protector from Cedar Solutions would tell us we'd be in trouble right now but I mean (laughs) we it wasn't necessarily our system it was things I would say Ashley we would kind of do that up with which we will not put I mean we talked about it you guys you just said we don't we don't gossip here right I mean you just said we don't do that
2: right and And I I think it even in training me like Right now, while I'm working with a few girls. I like to do it on my own. And even if I'm just working with admin teams, just because if I review something with, with two members of the team, I want us all to sign off on everything that we reviewed and agreed that we reviewed it and it was understood. Cause you know, a lot of times team members come or they'll go or they'll get angry and they'll say, I never knew no one ever taught me. No one ever told me. So I, so now when I, you know, I'm working with admin teams, I like to write up what we're discussing and what they're saying they understand. And so that I can refer back to them and say, well, you we did discuss it here and you signed that you understood. So, you know, help me understand well, how now you're saying I didn't show you or, you know, you didn't, well, you weren't showed or so. So I like it.
1: Let me make sure I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying because I think I know what you're throwing down and I'm loving it so you're if I'm hearing you correctly what you're saying is you now use the system that we used in our practice in your own business yes ma'am okay so when you have these calls and you're coaching you know an admin team that you're the account specialist for or whatever work you're doing with them you actually have them sign off on the notes that you take from the meeting
2: Yes. So I'm taking the notes as we're going through and I'm, you know, just making sure they understand. And then I will email it to the, you know, the ladies I was speaking to, they'll review that they understood, sign it and we'll keep it, you know, in our our own separate file. That's great. Yeah,
1: that's great. Well, I think that, um, you know, this is kind of short, kind of a short and sweet podcast. But the power of team meetings and the power of documentation is what makes them successful. In my, in my mind, it's always about plugging good people with great attitudes into systems. Systems make people successful. People don't fail; systems fail. So when we have an issue in our office, it's it's the hardest thing because I have to say, and you know, Chuck and I, this is one of our our greatest strengths and our greatest weakness. It's like we go, where did we fail in the process? Yeah, I right. think we always right. think
3: about that. What was our role in That's it, exactly which I right. think is important.
1: It's what owners do.
3: Yeah, they always do. But I think the most important part of this, that my biggest takeaway is, I'm sure a lot of our listeners out there do team meetings. Yeah, And they'll say, well, we do that. But do you document? <laughs> right. That's where it took it to a whole nother level for me when I saw that book. Yeah. I went home immediately, got a three ring binder and started doing that. Because the importance of making sure that everybody understands to use it as backup for your team and accountability—that's it. It's That's accountability. a huge thing: is accountability and as a training tool.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I I think it's huge. I mean, one of the things that um, I know is I have been for. I mean, you you begin to ask yourself like, am I crazy? I swear we've talked about this, right? So that's kind of how you know it was born. We did it in our other office before we sold that one and came here. But when we came here, we like and, we, and I've talked about it. Look, I'll, Kathy talks about taking her makeup off. I say I raise my dress up. I mean, what I know is we went through a lot of people, a lot of team members, because you know Ashley as well as I do. You you got to have good people to plug into systems. It's not just given. Anybody that walks through the door a system and thinking it's going to work, right? Right.
2: It's the attitude.
1: It is. It is. Attitude. You hire for attitude, and then you show gratitude, and then they stay because of the systems. But um, I think that, you know, we will definitely... Return to the subject about team meetings and and what makes them matter. But I think that keeps them from turning into bitch sessions because we have a we have an agenda that's ahead of time. If somebody wants on that agenda, you know they've got it. They had to come to you at least you know 48 hours ahead of time to get on the agenda, Ashley. And they got on the agenda, and then we covered it. And then and if there were extra things added that day, we said, can we move that to the end of the meeting? And you know I'm not talking about a 30 minute meeting you have to give the team time to allow them to, some people don't warm up as fast as others. And some people, it takes them a while to, you know, be able to articulate what they're thinking. But I think the key is to actually have the meeting, schedule the meeting, have the note taker rotate, because that's another part of it. Ashley would be the one only one taking notes or I'd be the only one. So it's like, that's when she said, we got to start rotating this because everybody needs to learn to be a leader. And that's yes, how we right. teach them. We Situational show them. leadership. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, well, Ashley, what would you add before we close today?
2: Uh, no, I I would say we're pretty much covered. I just like Joanne said, just follow the systems, and you know, documentation is key to everything. It can save save you or break you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Isn't that the truth? What you what you don't write down can hurt you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Kathy, do you have anything else? You know what? I, I think that, that we just about covered
3: everything. Like I said, we'll come back and revisit this and talk a little bit about the processes before the team meeting starts. Like right. you say, getting an agenda and some of those other things that we kind of skimmed over that people might be interested in. But I think if they can take away from this documentation, documentation, documentation.
1: Right. That'll It will save you. So to our listeners, we thank you again for being with us here on Spouse Tales for our program. And we look
0: forward to seeing you on the road. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Spouse Tales. We ask you to consider our podcast sponsors when you need solutions. Thank you to Care Credit, helping get the care people want for themselves and their families. Cedar HR Solutions, the leading provider of custom-crafted dental employee handbooks, employee management software, and on-demand HR support for dentists and office managers. Dental Entrepreneur Woman Magazine. Do Life is the number one lifestyle magazine for all women in dentistry. It inspires, highlights, empowers, and connects women in our industry. Weave, bringing dental practices and those they serve closer together. Signing off live from Austin, Texas, this is Mel on Air. See you on the road.